0: chapter 24 of hopalong cassidy's rustler roundup or bar 20 this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by john brandon hopalong cassidy's rustler roundup or bar 20 by clarence edward mulford chapter 24 the strategy of mr peters Hopalong and his companion rode into muddy wells at noon and red connors who leaned with buck peters against the side of tom lee's saloon gasped his astonishment buck looked twice to be sure and then muttered incredulously what the heck red repeated the phrase and retreated within the saloon while buck stood his ground having had much experience with women inasmuch as he had narrowly escaped marrying He thought that he might as well get all the information possible, and waited for an introduction. It was in vain, however, for the two rode past without noticing him. Buck watched them turn the corner and then call for Red to come out, but that person fearing an ordeal made no reply, and the foreman went in after him. The timorous one was corralling bracers at the bar, and nearly swallowed down the wrong channel when buck placed a heavy hand on his broad shoulder go away remarked red i don't want new introduction none whatever he asserted go away he repeated backing off suspiciously better wait till you're asked suggested buck better wait till you seize the rope before you duck then he laughed you bashful fellers make me plumb disgusted why i've seen you face a bunch of guns and never turn a hair and here you're all in because you fear you'll have to stand around and hide your hands she won't bite you anyway from what i saw Hopalong is due to be her grub he never saw me at all the chump he sure didn't see me none replied red with distinct relief have he gone sure answered buck and if they wasn't they wouldn't see us not if we stood in front of them and yelled she's a hummer stands two hands under him and is a whole lot prettier than that picture cowan has over his bar there's nothing the matter with his eyesight but he's plumb locoed all the same he'll go and get stuck on her and then she'll hit the trail for home and mama and he won't be worth his feed for a year then he paused in consternation thunder red he's got to shoot tomorrow well suppose he has responded red i don't reckon she'll stampede his gunplay none. you don't reckon eh queried buck with much irony no and that's what's the matter with you why do you expect to see him tomorrow you won't if i knows him and i reckon i do nope he'll be following her all around he's got sand to burn remarked red in awe wonder how he got to know her you can gamble she did the introducing part he ain't got the nerve to do it himself he saved her life or she thinks he did or some romantic nonsense like that so you better go around and get him away and keep him away too who me inquired red in indignation me go around and tote him off i ain't got no wagon you go or send johnny johnny would say something real pert and get knocked into the middle next week for it he won't do so i reckon you better go yourself responded buck smiling broadly and moving off hey ya wait a minute cried red in consternation buck paused and red groped for an excuse why don't you send billy he blurted in desperation the foreman's smile assumed alarming proportions and he slapped his thigh in joy good boy he laughed (laughs) billy's the man good lord but won't he give cupid cold feet rustle around and send the pessimistic soul to me red grinning and happy, rapidly visited door after door shouting hey billy and proceeded to the next one he was getting pugnacious at his lack of success when he spied mr billy williams tacking along the accidental street as if he owned it mr williams was executing fancy steps and trying to sing many songs at once red stopped and grabbed his bibulous friend as that person veered to starboard you're a peach of a life preserver you are he exclaimed billy balanced himself swayed back and forth and frowned his displeasure at this unwarranted action i ain't no wife deserter he shouted unrope me and give me the trail no tenderfoot can ride me then he recognized his friend and grinned joyously sure i will but only one just one more just one more you see my friend it was all jimmy's fault he red secured a chancery hold and dragged his wailing and remonstrating friend to buck who frowned with displeasure this year said red in belligerent disgust is the dot blasted hero what's a going to save hop along from a mournful future what are we going to do buck slipped the colts from billy's holster and yanked the erring one to his feet fill him full of sweet oil source him in the trough walk him around for a while and see what it does he ordered two hours later billy walked up to his foreman and weakly asked what was wanted he looked as though he had just been released from a six-month stay in a hospital you go over to the hotel and find hop along said the foreman sternly stay with him all the time for there's a plot on foot to wing him on the sly if you ain't mighty spry he'll be dead by night having delivered the above instructions and prevarications buck throttled the laugh which threatened to injure him and scowled at red who again fled into the saloon for fear of spoiling it all with revealed mirth the convalescent stared in open-mouthed astonishment what's he doin in the hotel and who's goin to plug him he asked you leave that to me replied buck all you has to do is to get on the job with your gun handing the weapon to him and freeze to him like a flea on a cow maybe there'll be a woman in the game but that ain't none of your funeral you do what i said blast the woman exploded billy moving off when he had entered the hotel buck went into red for pete's sake moaned that person in senseless reiteration the lord help billy holy mackinaw he shouted give me a drink and let me tell the boys the members of the outfit were told of the plot and they gave their uproarious sanction all needing bracers to sustain them billy found the clerk swapping lies with the bartender and procuring the desired information climbed the stairs and hunted for room number six discovering it he dispensed with formality pushed open the door and entered he found his friend engaged in conversation with a pretty young woman And on a couch at the far side of the room lay an elderly white whiskered gentleman who was reading a magazine. Billy felt like a criminal for a few seconds, and then there came to him the thought that he was a mission of great import, and he braced himself to face any ordeal. Anyway, he thought, the prettier they are, the more dust they can raise. What are you doing here? cried Hopalong in amazement. That's all right, averred the protector confidentially. "what's all right?" "why everything?" replied billy feeling uncomfortable the elderly man hastily sat up and dropped his magazine when he saw the armed intruder his eyes as wide open as his mouth he felt for his spectacles but did not need them for he could see nothing but the Colts which billy jabbed at him "none of that," snapped billy "hands up," he ordered and the hands went up so quick that when they stopped the jerk shook the room Peering over the gentleman's leg, Billy saw the spectacles and back to the wall as he apologized. It's sure on me, stranger. I reckon you was contemplating some gunplay. along blazing with wrath, arose and shoved Billy toward the hail when Mr. Johnny Nelson, oozing fight and importance, intruded his person into the zone of action. Lord ejaculated the newcomer, staring at the vision of female loveliness. Which so suddenly greeted him. Mama, he added under his breath. Then he tore off his sombrero. Come out of this, Billy a chump, he exploded, backing toward the door, being followed by the protector. Hopalong slammed the door and turned to his hostess, apologizing for the disturbance. Who are they? palpitated Miss Dean. What the deuce are they doing up here? blazed her father. Hopalong disclaimed any knowledge of them, and just then Billy opened the door and looked in. "'There he is again!' cried Miss Dean, and her father gasped. Hopalong ran out into the hall and narrowly missed kicking Billy into kingdom come, as that person slid down the stairs, surprised and indignant. Mr. Billy Williams, who sat at the top of the stairs, was feeling hungry and thirsty when he saw his friend, Mr. Pete Wilson, the slow-witted, approaching hey pete he called come on up here and watch this door while i rustle some grub keep your eyes open he cautioned as pete began to feel restless the door opened and a dignified gentleman with white whiskers came out into the hall and then retreated with great haste and no dignity pete got the drop on the door and waited hop along yanked it open and kissed the muzzle of the weapon before he could stop and pete grinned Comin' to the fight he loudly asked it's going to be a sure enough sumptuous scrap just the kind you allus like come on the boys are waiting for you keep quiet hissed hop along what for asked pete in surprise didn't you say you sure wanted to see that scrap shut your face and get scarce or you'll go home in cans As Hopalong seated himself once more, Red strolled up to the door and knocked. Hopalong ripped it open, and Red, looking as fierce and worried as he could, asked Hopalong if he was all right. Upon being assured by smoking adjectives that he was, the caller looked relieved and turned thoughtfully away. "'Hey, you, come here,' called Hopalong. Red waved his hand and said that he had to meet a man, and clattered down the stairs. Hopalong thought that he also had to meet a man and excusing himself hastened after his friend and overtook him in the street where he forced a confession returning to his hostess he told her of the whole outrage and she was angry at first but seeing the humorous side of it she became convulsed with laughter her father re-read his paragraph for the thirteenth time and then slamming the magazine on the floor asked how many times he was expected to read ten lines before he knew what was in them and went down to the bar miss dean regarded her companion with laughing eyes and then became suddenly sober as he came toward her go to your foreman and tell him that you will shoot to-morrow for i will see that you do and i will bring luck to the bar twenty be sure to call for me at one o'clock i will be ready He hesitated bowed and slowly departed making his way to tom lee's where his entrance hushed the hilarity which had reigned striding to where buck stood he placed his hands on his hips and searched the foreman's eyes buck smiled you ain't mad are ya?" he asked Hopalong relaxed no but blame near it red and the others grabbed him from the rear and when he had been buffaloed into good humor he threw them from him laughed and waved his hand toward the bar come up you sons of guns you're a cussed nuisance sometimes but you're a bully gang all the same end of chapter twenty four recording by john brandon